The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, is that not the truth or what? It does not matter who the host is. Today's Tuesday, June the 15th of 2021, day 166th of the year, and only 199 days left to go. So hopefully everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods as you're starting off on this lovely Tuesday, um, as we get everything rolling and bowling first thing here. Uh, so how was your night? How did everything go? How was your Monday, Monday, Monday? So we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and across the multiverse of Safety FM. And of course, we're also hanging out with our great friends over there. Freeform Radio never sounded this great. Or has it? Radio Big. Okay, so there you go. That's what's going on with Radio Big Side of the House. So there, 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 there. Uh, Anyway, so let's start getting moving and grooving. So let me kind of give you some information real quick before I get too far into this thing. If you're new to the show, this is kind of how it works out. We bring in some professional broadcasters. They talk about what's going on from their side of the planet. Then I come in. I hang out. I tell you what I'm thinking based on some of the news stories that we're able to go around and all that kind of fun stuff. So that's a kind of a little bit of combination of things. But as we start off every day, we start talking about what's popular or what's trending. So let's go through that right now. As it's Tuesday, we normally talk about the music chart. So let's do that from the very beginning here. So let's talk about the top, the top, the top five songs in iTunes and Spotify. So let's go from each side. So here we go. At number five, according to iTunes... Megan the Stallion. That shit. Yeah, you heard me there. At number four, Nelly in Florida, Georgia. Nelly and Florida, Georgia line. Little bit. At number three, Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. At number two, Mass Wolf. And at number one, Nightbird. It's okay. According to Spotify, the number five song is Dudge a Cat. Kiss me more. Kiss me more. At number four, Little Nas X. Montero. At number three, Bad Bunny, Jonah Guni. At number two, Raw Alejandro, Todo de Ti. And at number one, according to Spotify, Good For You. I have to tell you, the Good For You song is kind of catchy. If you haven't heard it, I would definitely give you a reco on that one. Uh, Don't tell my daughter that because I tell her the song sucks all the time. Uh, Yeah, anyways. So there you go. That's what's going on according to the top five on each side there. So let's get you into some feature story news. I think we should get you into some feature story news um, and get that moving real quick because I think that this is going to be important for us to talk about. Um, Always important what these people are always telling us. I think it's important. Do you think it's important? I hope you do. If not, we're kind of wasting our time together. Maybe. I don't know. 
somehow, some way, some shape, some form. I always love when I do something on the computer and it does not actually kind of coincide with what I'm trying to do. Because then it kind of goes, well, this is not working. Well, we'll do it in another format. So let's get you the friends at Feature Story News. Here is the news on the Radio R Safety Show. Feature Story News in London. I'm Ollie Barrett. China's hit back at criticism from NATO leaders, insisting its defence policy is justified, reasonable, open and transparent. A NATO summit on Monday had China at the top of the agenda and accused Beijing of threatening rules-based international order. US President Joe Biden says he's not seeking conflict with Russian President Vladimir Putin ahead of a summit between the two leaders. Joe Biden says he sees areas the two countries could collaborate, despite relations being at their lowest point in years. Nick Harper reports from Washington. President Biden said he would tell President Putin he is not looking for conflict with Russia, but he warned that the US would respond if Russia continues its harmful activities. Mr Biden was speaking in Brussels following the NATO summit, where Western nations were shoring up support and reaffirming their commitment to stand up to Moscow. Expectations are low for Wednesday's Biden-Putin summit in Geneva, but Biden said the US could work together with Russia on issues such as COVID-19 and cybercrime. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. The UK and Australia have agreed the broad terms of a trade deal. It's the first deal Britain's negotiated from scratch since it left the European Union. India's reported 60,000 new COVID-19 infections, the lowest daily tally in almost three months. It's prompted several states to end lockdowns. Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. Experts warn that as restrictions on movement are lifted, cases could soar once again. And officials should prepare for a third wave by stocking up on oxygen, testing kits and potentially life-saving drugs, all of which were in short supply when the second wave peaked in May. Authorities have now roped in private players like Honeywell to deal with the oxygen shortage. Jointly, the company and the government of India will invest in oxygen plants. But experts say the country must focus on rapid vaccination if it wants to bring the pandemic under control in the long run. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. The UK government says England's economy will be able to fully unlock on July the 19th after the easing of restrictions was delayed due to the spread of the Delta variant. Cabinet Minister Michael Gove. It's always the case that um, when you have viruses that they can mutate, that there are variations. It may be the case that there is a bizarre, unprecedented event, but all the evidence suggests that we can with confidence expect that the number of people vaccinated by the 19th of July will be sufficient to allow us to open up fully. It's the case that no vaccine um, uh, provides 100% protection all the time, but it is the case that uh, you have much, much, much better protection against either catching uh, the virus or falling ill if you have two vaccines. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, taking a look today at news that the International Criminal Court in The Hague has been asked to investigate alleged crimes against humanity in the Philippines. In a major escalation between the court and the government in Manila, The Hague's top prosecutor says an investigation should go ahead over President Rodrigo Duterte's extrajudicial war on drugs. Our correspondent in Berlin, Trent Murray, has been looking in detail at the story. Fatou Bonsuda, who is the chief prosecutor, 
prosecutor there has officially sought authorization to open a full investigation into murders during the Philippines' war on drugs. She says the preliminary examination into the situation in the Philippines has concluded and that I have requested judicial authorization to proceed with an investigation. Now, what she, of course, is referencing there is the policy of President Rodrigo Duterte's drug crackdown, a policy that was, of course, central to his election campaign in 2016, but has since left thousands of civilians killed and has drawn widespread international condemnation from both governments and NGOs. Well, it would appear that that condemnation has now gone even further. Relatives of some of those killed in President Duterte's war on drugs have urged the International Criminal Court to go further and issue a warrant for his arrest. His government is not expected to cooperate with any probe. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, China has hit back at criticism from NATO, insisting its defence policy is justified, open and transparent. President Joe Biden says he's not seeking conflict with Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin ahead of talks in Switzerland. The UK and Australia have agreed the broad terms of a trade deal and India's reported 60,000 new COVID cases, the lowest daily tally in almost three months. That's the latest feature story news. Ollie Barrett reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. So I interrupt this very important show to discuss this important matter with you. And here's what I want to share. You know that for years I have been telling you on this show that I don't sleep too great. 
Well, over the last few months, I've actually acquired a Helix Sleep mattress. And it has changed the way that I sleep entirely. Listen, I have to tell you, for years I have struggled day in and day out or night in and night out on how I sleep. But ever since I went to Helix Sleep and took the sleep quiz, it has changed my way of sleeping. All you need to do to be able to encounter this luxury in your home, just go to helixsleep.com slash safety. That's helixsleep.com slash safety. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix Sleep is offering up to $200 off of all orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash safety. That's helixsleep.com slash safety for up to $200 off and two free pillows. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, so there you go. A lot of info going on inside of the world of ours as we speak right now. 13 minutes past the top of the hour. Hopefully you're hanging out doing some cool things this morning. So yesterday we were having a convo uh, going into some deep-rooted information here. So let's talk about that real quick. Um, So going into the hit list, one of the 14 people wounded during the Saturday shooting in Austin has died. Douglas John Cantor, 25, passed away on Sunday evening, according to the Austin Police Department. According to officials, Cantor had been waiting to get inside of a bar when he was struck with crossfire around 1.30 a.m. As previously reported, the gunfire broke out in the city entertainment district early Saturday morning like Saturday morning, like 1 a.m. type of thing. Uh, uh, One of the suspected shooters who was arrested on Sunday is a juvenile. Officers are still searching for the second shooter. So there you go, some information on some things that are going on right there, right away, as we speak this morning. A Bay Area couple has been arrested for running a brothel in a luxury apartment complex in Milapitas. SFGate.com reports that David Davis, 57, and Lorong Hu, 38, were taken into custody last week and charged with human trafficking crimes. According to the report, six women were rescued and over $2 million recovered at the scene. The Santa Clara District Attorney told NBC Bay Area that the women were trafficked from overseas and had their passports taken away and were forced to have sex with 10 to 15 men a day. It's a terrible story. The ter- I mean, it's a great story that they were found. Terrible story of what they had to go through. That's not a joke there, as I'm saying that. So a lot of stuff to think about on that particular one. Anyways, let's continue talking. An Illinois chemical plant that manufactures grease and oil caught fire yesterday. The Rockington Kempool plant located in Wisconsin border caught fire on early Monday, prompting a mass evacuation of everyone within one mile radius due to possible dangerous chemicals being released into the air. All employees were able to safely exit the building. Local authorities now are investigating what caused the blaze. You see, we talk about these things all the time and people think that I'm so hung up on the hazard matrix and that's perfectly fine. But look, You never know what's going to happen in that time stamp, that time point, or whatever the hell you want to call it. But look at this. 
There's no way that you could say, ah, oh, the plant's going to catch fire and go ablaze. I mean, I guess you could, but what is the probability of that occurring? What is the possibility of that occurring? I mean, there's a lot of stuff there, that's for sure, as we think about this real quick. So a custom Customs and Border Protection Agency seized nearly 70 pounds of cocaine on a cruise ship from Florida, Florida, Florida. So that happened in Florida, of course. The ship's secu- security team found multiple garbage bags full of brick-shaped packages while off the coast of Florida. Florida, Florida, CB, CBP officers met the ship and went docked and took the packages, which were confirmed by a field test to be cocaine. The cruise line ship belonged, or excuse me, belonged to has not been revealed yet. So hold on. I mean, just kind of some common knowledge here. If you're looking through a ship and you find something brick shaped that's white and powder, there's a good chance that it's coke. Maybe go with a different form. Okay, I don't know why I said all that. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the man with the world's largest family passed away on Sunday at 76 years old from complications of diabetes and hypertension. Zio Chan of India leaves behind 38 wives, 89 children, and 36 grandchildren, according to multiple reports. Hold on. 38 wives and 89 kids. Holy moly. Uh, Chan was head of the local Christian sect called Chan Pao, which follows polygamy. Well, I would hope so. The sect boasts about 2,000 members who live around Zanaya. 100 rooms, family home. So there you go. So I hope this dude had all kinds of money because how the hell else are you supporting 38 wives and 89 children and 36 potential grandchildren? And hold on, 100 rooms? Something doesn't sound correct there. A family home of 100 rooms. How big is this thing? Give me some square footage. I want to have a better understanding here. I mean, I'm slightly confused on what the hell is going on. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so it's about that time that we start talking about what is going on inside of the world when it comes to the stock market. So let's bring in our friend John John Smalls. I almost said John Holmes. Listen to me. John Smalls to talk about that stuff right now. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. The equity market eked out a small gain on Monday after opening the week on uncertain footings. The major indices spent most of Monday in the red before turning higher at the end of the day. Attention is on the FOMC this week. The committee will conclude its two-day conference and issue its policy statement on Wednesday afternoon. While there is little expectation for the Fed to alter its policy, There is a growing expectation for the Fed to alter its position towards inflation. Inflation has made a noticeable uptick over the past six weeks, spurring many within the market to speculate that the Fed will begin to raise rates this year. If the Fed refuses to acknowledge the increase in inflation as noteworthy, all bets are off. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's Brightest Minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com.
Okay, thank you, John Smalls, for that one. Stock market finished mixed on Monday as the Dow fell about 85 points, but the NASDAQ gained about 104 points, and the SP and S&P added, wow, seven points. It was a record close for the NASDAQ at 14,174 points. The technology-heavy NASDAQ composite saw healthy gains as Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Netflix all surged more than 1%. Investors are watching the Federal Reserve closely for signs that inflation fears may trigger the central bank to change monetary policy sooner than expected. So there you go. Anyways, I love everybody who's popping in over there saying, hey, uh, maybe the wives were supporting the dude. I got it. I got it. Thank you. Didn't think about it from that angle. I know. Kind of sad. But yeah, I didn't even think about it from that way. But you're probably spot on. When it comes to all that kind of fun stuff, let's continue. Novavax, yeah, no, excuse me, Novavax announced that its COVID nineteen vaccine was found to to be over ninety percent effective overall, and offers one hundred percent protection against moderate and severe disease in phase three clinical trials. The vaccine also showed over ninety three percent efficiency against variants. The company said yesterday they plan to file for an FDA authorization in the third quarter. So there you go. You're getting more and more stuff out there as we're taking a look at this. And, of course, we have to talk about it because if we didn't, we wouldn't be doing a common cause about this. But what do you think? Do you think that this is going to turn around and be, once again, something that we'll take a look at in the regards of emergency versus when it's actually fulfilled? Meaning, okay, should I get it now if I haven't gotten it? Or should I wait until it's actually approved across the board from the FDA? Just a question, something you always have to think about. And remember, this is a personal decision when it's an under the emergency back to do. And it's been kind of interesting because I've been taking a look around to a lot of different things. And there has been some influencers out there that have been saying that they have been receiving request by certain companies to help promote the vaccine for money. Yeah, that would be the way that that normally works. So to help promote the vaccine and taking it for money. How do you feel about that? I guess that's something to think about. There's a lot of people posting that online right now in that particular regards. So I will tell you this. This is how we're going to conduct this section of our conversation together. We will not promote the vaccine regardless um one way shape or form i always have said from the very beginning that it's a personal decision and i don't want to be like oh yes give me money and i will tell you what you should be doing Eh, that's not how that's going to work so we will keep it pretty uh we'll keep it pretty straight here in that particular regards as i've said in the past we only talk about products here that we actually believe in so don't worry about any kind of you know, weirdness coming about, even though we probably might have had some weird ads at some point. (laughs) Anyways, let's continue talking anyways about some other things that are going on around the world and so on. Uh, So there you go. A reality winner and U.S. Air Force veteran who has been jailed for leaking classified documents has been released from federal prison. The 29-year-old former National Security Agency contractors was sentenced to more than five years in prison in 2018 for leaking top secret reports and alleged Russian interference in 2016 of the presidential election to the media. Her 63-month sentence was a record for the crime. So there you go. She has been released. Uh, so there you go. Uh, I, I love the name, by the way. I love the name. <coughs> oh, 
excuse me, you didn't mean to do that in your ear. That's terrible. Over 5,800 USPS workers were attacked by dogs last year. Did you hear about this? Houston reported that, the, that most dog attacks with 73. Chicago and Los Angeles were second and third on the list with 59 and 54, respectively. California reported the most attacks by a state with 782. The number is about the same as reported from the attacks from 2019. So think about this real quick. So if you are a USPS worker, this is something of worry that has to come about. I would imagine it also occurs to the Amazon delivery people. It also occurs to the FedEx and the UPS people and DHL. Let's let's not forget about our friends at DHL. I love them, by the way. Um, so that's some things to think about. How do you plan for this on-planned event? So there you go. Does this portion of what your safety protocols talks about when you're going about and all that kind of fun stuff. I think that it definitely is. So let's look at it in that fashion. Anyways, continuing down the path here, Chicago and New York City saw another weekend filled with violence. The NYPD reported at least 16 shootings and five homicides on Friday and Saturday. A 42-year-old man and a 28-year-old woman were shot while standing outside of a Bronx church. The man passed away from his injuries while the woman was treated and released shooting in the NYC are up about 68% year to date. In Chicago, police reported that as of Saturday, three people have been killed and 34 injured in a shooting across the city. According to the CPD, shooting incidents are up 17% year to date. But here's the thing, and I'll talk about it because we have to look at what we're talking about here. If they're up year to date, cool. Not really cool, but what are we comparing it to? Are we comparing it to this time last year? Because if that's the case, it's not like, I'm not going to say it's not valid, but how far was everything down last year with nobody really going out and doing anything? Kind of really makes you think about that whole time of hindsight 2020. What exactly the hell did that mean the whole time? There must have been something hidden in there. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's start talking 25 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are here on this lovely Tuesday. So let's start talking about that all-important question, if I care. Now, that could mean so many things. That could mean so many different aspects as you take a look down this particular path and we talk about this. But isn't it interesting that a common question that gets asked in organizations is, do you care about, and then put X in there. But because of the field of work that you're in and the field of work that I'm in, let's talk about safety. In that particular aspect, how often do you see a safety person or how often do you see a safety manager, director or so on go into the organization to a different section that's not related to safety and ask that all important question? Do you care about safety? Have you heard it before? Because it seems to be a common theme that still is ongoing. What I tend to forget from time to time is that we live in a different kind of world when it comes to the world of safety because that's what we talk about all the time. So when that question gets asked, I know that it could come across as being offensive to some. So I try to avoid that question. 
Because here's the thing. I was sitting with a dear friend of mine, and he used to be a park ranger. And he was telling me this story where these guys and gals and ladies and men are sitting there day in and day out at these parks. And I'm talking about parks with slopes, hiking, all this other kind of fun stuff where they're laying their life on the line if something goes wrong. And I'm talking like terribly wrong where they might have to go up on a helicopter and rescue someone, jump out of a helicopter, land on a helicopter type of thing, and go out there and go rescue people. Could you imagine walking in, having a conversation with a person who this is what they've committed their life to, and ask them that question, do you care about safety? Or the comment of, if you cared a little bit more, we all could be a little bit safer. That's going to always be an interesting question. Because here's the thing. If day in and day out, I'm putting my life on the line. How does that prove that I don't care? How do you measure it? Did I have not have that same level of engagement that I had at one point as I'm going out there to help and rescue? And think about this. I'm talking about full-blown productions when these are going to go help other people. So let's say, for instance, we're talking about a state park, a federal park, where someone all of a sudden is lost and they have to go out there in planes and go track the area to find out what exactly is going on. Can you really go into that conversation and go, you need to care more? But why do we find it common to be okay in the field? And I'm talking about at a construction job. I'm talking about going out in a transportation job and asking our team members, do you care for safety? Do you think that at any point someone comes to work Because they want to get injured? I'm just asking the question. It makes it kind of one of those weird things to think about. But at some point, you have to acknowledge that when you ask that question, you're almost asking the question, are you here to be injured? People normally adapt to the areas that are around them. Listen, I have done this a thousand times, 10,000 times. 100,000 times, which I might deem in my brain that this has made me a subject matter expert and I know how to do the workarounds. Yes, I know one minor time that something goes wrong could cause a claustrophobic failure. Those things do happen. But why would you ask the question if they care? It's not about the shortcut and it's not about avoiding things that make you safer. But it's about the way that you actually do the work. So this is why when I talk about black line, blue line, work imagined versus work performed, we talk about why don't we ever talk to the people that actually do the work day in and day out? Listen, don't get me wrong. I think that it's important to talk about safety. I think it's important to talk about safety and putting it into the culture of your job, the culture of your career, the culture of your organization. But we can get hung up right away of safety culture and your culture culture, however the hell you want to look at that. Shouldn't be two separate things. Should be one. But 
realizing that when you're going through this whole aspect, telling people to care more does not make them safer. And some people will go, well, if you ask people to care more, they're going to pay more attention. They're going to be safer. It might slow down production, but they're going to be safer. That's not what I'm asking you for. How can you tell that someone cares? Do you measure it? Do you look at it? How do you sit back for a moment and go, this is what works? It's a lot of stuff to think about, especially if it's still early morning wherever you're located. But think about this. You can actively care as much as you want, but how do you measure it? Does it change the conversation when you're talking to someone? You have to be able to give people stuff that's worth their while. An idea, a thought, but do you think that the caring aspect is going to be really the key and crucial thing that's going to put them over the edge to make sure that they're safer? And what does that even mean? Are you safer? You know how many different paths we can go down if we're talking about that? I want you to envision every day the thing that you do that might be the most dangerous. Are you thinking about it yet? What came to mind? I would say to me, it would be driving a car. And I will tell you, at no point has my car ever turned around and be like, are you driving safer? Are you being safe? There are some things that are there to help me be safe, depending on the car, of course, year, manufacturer, and all that kind of fun stuff. So maybe you think about something tangible that would have helped them be safer. A safeguard, if one may say. But a lot to think about when it comes to this. So the next time that you're considering asking that all-important question to someone that you might think that's important in regards of ask them if they care, you might want to think about that for just a brief moment. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. She really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. 
Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open. Don't speak with your mouth full. Keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Okay, there you go. 37 minutes past the top of the hour. And this is Wasted Kill the Lights by Loving Caliber. The song's readily available on iTunes and Spotify. Yep, 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 yep. So thank you to Loving Caliber for allowing us to play this one on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go, there you go. Some some musica, some musica heading your direction there, just in case. There you go, there you go. It's always going to be. Let's see, what does this say right here? What does this say? It's always going to be safety fourth. They have to get the job done, do the job, and get paid, and then they could worry about safety. I've heard safety third. This is the first time I might have been actually hearing safety fourth. Thank you about that. Don't know who the LinkedIn user is, but thanks, LinkedIn user, um, for sharing the messaging. Anyways, let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world of the news here. 
So here you go. When I start talking about some of this stuff, these are new stories that we go around and find. So here you go. Working from home as an employee begins to uh, trickle back into their offices. It has to be a welcome site for bosses because a new study has found that remote work reduces productivity. Hold on real quick. A survey of those at work habits. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. A survey of the remote work habits of 10,000 employees in the Asian technology company found that 20% decrease in output. Although that at home workers did tend to put to get, put longer hours out, they were found to be less as efficient as it would be structured in a workplace. Although the workers actually spent 30% more time working from home, their productivity fell uh, fell uh, fell with their responsibilities. It's kind of the way that it actually worked. Uh, the productivity fell and as well as spent more time in the meetings and their bosses were constantly outlined their responsibilities of you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. A staff at a tech company firm was involved in particularly challenging work and researchers uh, point out that workers are less skilled positions might be better suited to working remotely. I don't know if that's a good thing to say, which is why my friends and co-host Sheldon Primus has been doing the show from home for over a year. Oh, did I say that out loud? Uh, well, this kind of surprised me. And I mean, it's not that I can't spend 20% of my working time on social media when I'm at the, at the office too. Like, that's virtually impossible to do. And I know that completely true to me when I'm working from home. I mean, expect the putting in the extra 30% part. This is not the hell what I do. I mean, just something to think about, of course, as I do say that. I mean, what am I saying? We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, take a listen to this. Hawaiian tourists have discovered an Infamous hack to avoid paying the drastically inflated rates being charged for rental cars these days. Renting a U-Haul. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. That's right. In a year when we've seen prices soar for the most unexpected items, auto rentals prices have increased nearly 506%, according to the Cleveland Federal Reserve. And with an infinite number of rental cars available in Hawaii's islands, some people are balking at the idea of paying for $500 a day, and they decided to rent a box-moving ferry from to move them around on vacation. Many of the moving vans can be uh, for about $100 per day, plus mileage and gas. U-Haul has confirmed that it seems more and more visitors to Hawaii have gotten wise on the idea and has posted an update to their website saying it does not condone visitors using moving trucks and vans for leisure purposes. Well, that should that should do the trick. I'm definitely, that's going to turn some people down in regards to renting this thing. Um, if you ever saw my wife shops on vacation, you'd think that it, by all means, it would be a good idea to have a rental truck or a rental van. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get killed for that one. Uh, it's it's tough to rent one of those at the airport, though, so that's something to think about. So do you take an Uber or a Lyft to get you to a U-Haul, or does U-Haul now kind of pick up um, at the airport locations? I'm just asking. More sarcasms than Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, old operating system. It looks like Grandma and Grandpa have entered the smartphone conversation. Yeah, not a joke here. A new study has found that over the, that the over 65 crowd has finally 
mastered the art of the text. In fact, the the three now prefer texting to calling. So there you go. According to a recent survey of the American seniors, figuring out texting and social media has given them a joy because it was a great way to bond with their grandkids. The favorite of of their favorites are emojis of a heart, said 43%. The other 43% 43 said that the happy face makes them pretty uh, warm and fuzzy. Other emojis for seniors that are popular are the beer emoji and assorted animals. One in 10 said that gifts to say uh, to stay in touch with their grandchildren and one in three seniors said that the pandemic prompted them to learn how to use social media and 17% said that their children and grandchildren introduced them to Netflix during COVID. Oh my God, Netflix. Uh, the grandkids probably showed them the Netflix to get a break from all those emojis from grandma sending. Great. Now one of, the, one of those seniors would be like me showing showing how to send gifts because I'm not 100% sure how to do that. And unfortunately, kids have a lot of spare time to answer grandpa's calls um, at time and had a bad problem on Facebook. So there you go. I will tell you, it is kind of always mesmerizing to me um, that I have family members that you can post anything on social media. And if they're part of that social media platform, they'll like it. And I mean anything. Did I specify that I said anything? And I mean like anything, anything. I don't know. Just some things to think about as I as I do mention that, and that's for sure. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here you go. Did you know Michael Packard, the lobster diver from Cape Cod, who hit his who hit the headlines last week after he found himself in the mouth of a humpback whale, but somehow ended up being spat out and then swimming to safety. We talked about this yesterday. Has cheated death before, it turns out. In November 2001, he was on board a flight from San Jose to Puerto Jimenez, Costa Rica, that crashed killing three people. Packard managed to survive sustaining a severe facial injuries and multiple broken bones in his arms and legs. The lobster man and four other passengers also survived two nights in the jungle before they were found by rescuers. Hold on. So we need to find out any time that Michael Packard is actually traveling, because this is somebody um, it sounds like we don't want to travel with. We'll hang out with them, but we're not traveling together. No boat travel, no car travel, no airport travel. What did I just say? We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about some other things real quick. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $22 million jackpot or a $15.3 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $40 million jackpot or a $28.1 million cash payout. So if you play the game... Good luck um, if you need that. Anyways, let me tell you, or should I have my friend come in and say something? Maybe he should say something. When you're in the courtroom fighting big business, government, or insurance companies, you can't blink because they can smell fear. They have the money and the power to grind you down. And that's why you need me. I'm not afraid, and I don't cut and run. Figer Law. I was born for this. Okay, Jeffrey Figer, 1-800-A-WINNER, 1-800-A-WINNER. If you're looking for a lawyer, if you need one, there you go. That's the one I'd recommend to you. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of this world. We'll just throw this in here. Just uh, 
Should we say this? Yeah, we'll say this one. Uh, Britney Spears will not appear in person for the next court date in her battle over conservatorship. The Los Angeles County Superior Court confirmed yesterday that all parties, including Miss Spears, are scheduled to appear remotely for the June 23rd hearing. It will be Spears' first time addressing the judge who proceeds over the conservatorship. Last month, the source of page six said that Britney's main focus is getting her father, Jamie Spears, removed from the case. So there you go. I'll mention this one, too. Uh, Kevin Hart is the latest comedian to speak out against cancel culture. While talking to talking on the Sunday Times, Hart, who is no stranger to woke scrutiny, said that he isn't sure when it became the expectation that people should be perfect at all times. You must make a mistake, apologize, and you learn and grow from the mistake, he told the outlet. The star concluded that his thoughts on the matter saying it's okay to just disagree. It's okay not to like what someone did and say that the person wasn't for me we are so caught up in everybody feeling like they have to be right when there's the only one way to look at it hey i'm just saying something that the man said you have to make the uh, the uh, you have to make the decision if you agree disagree and so on that's the interesting part about it in regards on how a lot of people are taking a, a look at the big scope of things here information you never knew you cared about rated r safety show okay so let's continue talking about some other things did you hear about this olympic swimmer ryan Lentage failed to advance from the preliminaries of the 200 meter freestyle on monday the 36 year old attempting to make his fifth olympic team posted a time of one minute 49.23 seconds which landed him in 25th place out of the top 16 advance to the semifinals. So, let's see. Ryan has has won 12 Olympic medals, including six gold. So, there you go. Some information as we go on right there. Anyways, don't forget this weekend is Father's Day. So, if you haven't picked up something, you might want to. Even if you do a little digital card gimmick um, to get that stuff going and rolling, just in case. So, as we're talking about this, let's talk about some less popular Father's Day's cards. So something probably not to use, but if you need to create your own, here's some bad ideas that are out there. Dear Dad, thanks for teaching me what to say when I hit my thumb with a hammer. Your Father's Day's gift is another year of not having to pay for my wedding. Happy Father's Day. I hope today is a much fun for you today as, as your life was before you had kids. Dear Pops. No one can watch four sports at the same time like you can. Happy Father's Day. Thanks for delaying the vasectomy until after I was born. I love how we don't have to say out loud, I'm your favorite child. Dad, I thought I'd give you this car in lieu of an awkward hug. You're welcome. You must be good for something despite what mom says. Because of you, Dad, I think of home whenever I hear a belch. So there you go. Some bad card ideas, but you can take them if you want to. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's go through some scoops of stuff and talk about this real quick. When there was a brawl between opposing coaches after a Little League game in... Florida last week. The fighting was so awful for a few minutes. I looked like a typical Florida parking lot. 
Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers is threatening to sit out the season because of a disagreement with the head office. Dallas Cowboys players are mad because not showing up on Sunday is kind of their thing. Toy company Mattel is gearing up to build a theme park in Arizona. Yes, Arizona. The theme park should be called should be trailer. Yeah, think about this real quick. A theme park in Arizona. How hot is that thing going to be? Is it indoors? Because that's what I would like to do. Neil Patrick Harris is 48 today. I think I'm telling you the birthday's a little bit ahead of time. He has a low-key celebration plan, just a few family and friends and a song and dance number featuring a 100-piece orchestra, 30 backup dancers, and a dozen of exotic animal confetti and fireworks. So very low-key there, just in case. Fact of a day, a recent study showed that more selfies you share on social media for less likable you become. You want to shoot a fax to, to Chloe or should I, just in case? Um, so just some stuff to think about. It's kind of interesting that that comes up. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday, and we were discussing on how there's this one social media version that is on every platform now, and everything that they do is about what they're posting on every other platform. It's kind of interesting on how it works. Anyways, talking about birthdays, we were just a few moments ago. Let's talk about some of those real quick. Um, Pat McCollum, country singer, turns 29 today. Bailey, professional wrestler, turns 32. Elizabeth Razor turns 46. Neil Patrick Herricks, 48. Leon Rimes. No, that's a lie. Leah Remini turns 51. Ice Cube, 52. Courtney Cox, 57. Helen Hunt, 58. Jim Belushi, 67. Mike Holmgren. Yeah. You know, from the Packers that we were just talking about. Well, he turned 73 today. So there you go. Some stuff that you can take a look at there and enjoy with that one. Uh, Anyways, let's continue talking about some other stuff. Do we want to talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate? Now, let's talk about what happened back on this day real quick. So if we take a look at, let's see, 1969. Yeah, this is going to go old for a moment. Hee Haw debuts on CBS. It replaces the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Though the CBS dropped the show after three seasons, it was picked up in syndication and ran. Are you ready for this? Till 1992. 1992. And then let's talk about this. In 2019, a baseball jersey belonging to Babe Ruth sells for $5.64 million. That's $5.64 million at auction in New York. The prize makes it the most expensive piece of sports memorabilia ever sold. Wow, that was back in 2019. So there you go. Anyways, before I forget, let me tell you about this all-important thing. This will be the most important section that I tell you about anything going on here today. And let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. This is a serious topic. We need to talk about it all the time. I want you to know, first and foremost, you are not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. If you're struggling with any of this, what I would like for you to do is go to AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. There is a plethora of information There's stories about what people are going through. There's things that are there that could help you. There's also information about local chapters of people that are in your local community that can help you with this all-important subject. If you don't want to go to the website, you can text the word TALK to 741-741. That's the word TALK to 741-741. 
or if you'd rather just speak to someone, call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Listen, we joke around, we do all kinds of stuff on this show, but seriously, the most important part is you. We can't do anything without you. Nobody is set up to do your role at all. You're the most important part in this world, seriously. So don't do anything until you've placed this call, went on the website, or text if you're struggling with this. It's a conversation that we should be able to have all times. The other portion, if you might not be struggling with this, get enough information to be able to understand this. If you have to share information about this with others, number one, it's a very difficult conversation for most because there's stigma associated to it. So let's make it more of a common conversation where people can be open and we have a knowledge base to be able to get people to other places. Seriously, not a joke. Something to really consider as we do move forward here. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit more as we continue here. And let's talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Today is National Smile Power Day, National Photographer or National Photography Day, National Prune Day. So does that mean if I drink a Dr. Pepper, that's kind of me celebrating? I'm just asking. There's some prune juice in that. And then National Global Wind Day. Well, I guess that kind of goes in, goes in, uh, goes in favor there with a prune day, if you get what I'm saying. Duh. Okay, so let's continue and we'll get you out of here. So let me kind of give you a couple more things as we're getting you out and about. And just in case, let me tell you, as a matter of fact, before I get you out, let's do this. My friend, Dr. Todd Conklin, has a class going on that's available at safetyfm.io. This is his bouncing forward class. If you're interested in finding out more information, you can go to safetyfm.io and it's bouncing forward on what to do post COVID. Or, yeah, yeah, during this whole section as we're trying to move forward, this is his newest class that is available. You can go to safetyfm.io for some more information for sure. You know what I haven't showed in a while is this little bad boy. I haven't forgotten about this. Still got the love for this thing. So uh, this is something that we made a little bit ago. And this is about if you are not speaking at any safety events or conference or expos between September the 13th and the 15th, it felt left out because you were seeing all all these people on social media actually posting it. You can actually go to this little QR code, scan it. If you don't want to use a QR code, you can actually go to our website, safetyfm.com forward slash I am not all one word, and it will take you to this lovely little thing if you want to come out and hang out with it and take a look around. That is for sure. Anyways, let me give you a phone starter for today if you need one. What is the one question that you absolutely hate being asked? I think I came up with a good one today. Uh, Here you go. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. Do you ever make fun of someone so much do you think you should try to thank them for all the good times you had? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. Uh, if you need a question for the water cooler, try this one. Question. The average man uses two of these at home, but the average woman uses four of them. What is it? It's pillows. Actually, that's kind of funny because in my household, it's the other way around. I think I use more pillows than 
than my lovely. So there you go. Some things to think about. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and on SafetyFM.com. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Hey, take a look around if you want to on both of our websites. RadioBig.fm has consistently streaming of music in different shows with different show hosts throughout the day. If you come to SafetyFM.com, it's kind of the same thing, but it's all revolving around safety. We have roughly about 19 shows in total on that network. Also, our radio streaming app is readily available right there if you're looking for that as well. Keep in mind, our radio streaming platform is absolutely free, as so is our podcast network. So you don't ever have to worry about that. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Happiness is not a state to arrive at, but a manner of traveling. Think about that one today. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.